evening and to be in a, um, to be in a dry space, isn't it? <laughs> Our scripture passage this evening is found in 1 Peter chapter 5, and we'll be reading verses 6 and 7. If you have a Bible, please follow along with me. Um, we'll read. 1 Peter chapter 5, starting at verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray before we go any further. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so, uh, so much for your word. For man does not live by bread alone, but by everything we read from this book. So instruct our lives, Father. Turn our lives towards you, and may we um, come to understand you just a little bit more, come to worship you um, that much more, and praise you for all you've given us. In your name we pray. Amen. I have a friend... He's, he's, a, he's a good friend of mine, but he often says, don't worry, God will provide. And uh, it's, a, it's a cute aphorism, but that often isn't the reality of what I, what I feel. I did some research, and I found that 35% of Americans, according to the National Health uh, website, 35% of Americans at some point will deal, will struggle with anxiety or some anxiety-related illness. That's, that's one in three. That's about all this many over from that. Okay? Often it's left untreated or even unnoticed. But I can be sure that there are some in this room, even in this room, who have suffered or are suffering from anxiety or worry. Now in our passage this evening, the Apostle Peter, uh, he, he speaks about anxiety and worry. And if you read the whole letter, unlike but Paul likes to talk about the gospel a lot and then, and then apply it. But Peter, the layout that he seems to do is he talks about the gospel, and then he applies it. And then he talks about the gospel, and then he applies it. And he talks about the gospel, and he applies it. And we're, we're in one of those application, application settings. He writes, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Cast all your anxiety. So, Let's, let's just think, what does Peter mean um, when he says anxiety? And of course, we know a little bit about Peter, right? He's an interesting Bible character when we, when we come to think about anxiety. Uh, this, is the, this is the same Peter who was a fisherman, a, a very um, a difficult profession in the first century. This is the same, the same Peter who looked at Jesus and said, you are the Christ, and he's the very same Peter who denied Jesus three times. I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know him. And then it's the same Peter who in Acts 2 preached and even thousands came to believe in Jesus, right? And so he's writing this letter, he's writing this letter to uh, people in what they would have called Asia or, or uh, what we would know now as Turkey. And in this place, Christians... Uh, who at this time, they would have spread throughout this region, were experiencing some grave persecution. Really horrible persecution. Uh, Romans, under the Emperor Nero, 
were persecuting them in, in terrible ways. And you can read accounts about he would, how he would put um, animal skins on, on Christians and then send them running and send wild dogs after them to eat them alive. Of course, he enjoyed nailing people to crosses. Nero even used people as, as human lamps. And in these horrific threats... Peter is writing to Christians who are genuinely fearful of what tomorrow may bring. Their lives, their lives could be gone in an instant, in a, in a puff. That's all. And the, the anxiety that they faced as Peter, as Peter was writing to them is a practical, real worry. Friends, we can, we can praise the Lord, can't we, that we live in a country that, as of right now, we may worship as we please and Hold beliefs as we so wish. But that doesn't mean that we don't have worries. Maybe, maybe some of us, maybe some of us worry about families. You know, what, what, what are my grandkids learning at school? Uh, is my husband safe as he travels to and from work? Is my wife, she's so tired and I just want, want to care for her well? Why do we keep having miscarriages? What do I do about my aging parents? Maybe, maybe, some of us worry, maybe some of us worry about the future, right? Some of us will worry about the future. Why? Will, will I even have a job next year? Is this the, is this the right person to marry? Right? What will I be doing in 10 years? Some of, us, some of us may worry about money, right? Oh, the mortgage is due once again. How could I possibly start saving when I can barely make ends meet? Some of us... Some of us worry about even travel, don't we? Driving, driving is dangerous. And how do I know that this little metal tube that I'm flying isn't going to just isn't just going to fall from the sky? Some about some of us worry about we can worry about health, we can even worry about the weather. Right? Anxiety and worry, these are real human emotions. And we can have two reactions to these human emotions. I'll put these up here. We can have two reactions to these human emotions. We can deny it and ignore it. Or um, we can run from it. And that's often, that's often what I do. I, I, I run from it by going fishing or reading one of my favorite um, Calvin and Hobbes comic books. I love Calvin and Hobbes. But David's, David's friends, even King David's friends in Psalm 11 say, flee like a bird to the mountain." Flee. But what does Peter, the Apostle Peter, say? You must cast your anxiety on the Lord. Now, the word that we have here is cast. It's, in the Greek, it's a very strong word. And cast is softer. It really means to throw or propel. Think of the Olympics this coming year. Think of the shot put, where they put this heavy ball underneath their chin and they throw it as far as they can. Or uh, uh, the image of a, of a garbage collector is wonderful. They, they don't take your trash and just put it, well, they don't do this anymore, really, but they, they don't take it and put it gently on their truck. They take it and they heave it onto, your truck, onto their truck, right? And that's what we're supposed to do where, with our anxiety. Not just cast it anywhere, but cast it on him, on Jesus, because he cares for you. But there's another thing in this word that Peter is telling us. The word for cast in the original language, or throw or propel, is not an imperative. Like, Lindsay, you cast. It's actually a participle. 
a word that ends in ing. So it's casting. So actually, the best translation of this word is. Uh, it, it, so actually, what Peter's doing is he's connecting these two verses. Listen to how it would be. It would read, "Humble yourselves under God's mighty hand, that He may lift you up in due time, casting all your anxiety on Him because He cares for you." He's, he, Peter's connecting these two. They're, they're connected. And Peter is saying, you, you humble yourself under God's mighty hand, that under God's hand, that he may lift you up by casting all your anxiety on him. And by casting all your anxiety on him, you are humbling yourself under God's mighty hand. And at first we think, oh, it's just, just a hand. I, I, there's more things powerful, but... We have to remember that this is, the same, this is the same hand of God that created the heavens. This is the same hand that swirls the waters and moves waves. The same hand that made the birds and the fishes and the cattle. The same hand of God that casts the stars, that throws them into the heavens. The same hand of God that changes the leaves, as we know, from red to orange and yellow and, and brown. This is the same hand of God that feeds the birds of the air and clothes the lilies of the field. And this is the very same hand that did not even spare his own son. And if he didn't even do that, how will he not graciously watch over you and I? We have, you know, we have all these anxieties. We can have all these concerns. And I pull my, we pull our hair out because it's been a very, very long time since, since some of us have knelt by our beds and bowed our heads and closed our eyes and literally heaved these anxieties on Jesus. But we put these all in this metaphorical bag of life, but God did not design us to carry this. He did not give us arms or shoulders strong enough to carry these burdens. And if we take this on, on ourselves, all these burdens by ourselves, it's our way of saying, Lord, I do not need you. But we, we like to do that. I think, um, I think Americans, we, we really enjoy saying, no, I can do that. I can achieve by myself. I can work harder. I'm going to pull myself up and prove that I am, I, I can do this. But why shouldn't we? Why, what does Peter say? Don't do that. And the reason is because he cares for you. That last that last little part of verse 7. When we come before God and we humbly say, God, God, I, I cannot do this. I cannot do this anymore. I can't do this. I need you. Humbly, we, we find a wonderful peace and assurance that will wash over us. And this washes over us because our God, our wonderful God, is incredibly interested in each and one of our lives. He knit you together in your mother's womb. He knows how many hairs you have on your head. He knows how you worry about your kids at school or how you struggle with that one particular sin. He knows that you love chocolate and how you get scared of thunderstorms. He watches over you when you lie down and he watches over you when you rise up. He knows what medications you take and when you should be taking them. He knows you exactly. He knows what you need and when you need it and how you need it even before you know you need it. 
because he cares for you. Think of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie in green pastures. He leads me by still waters. He restores my soul. Why? Because he cares for you. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. Why? Because he cares for you. Zephaniah 3.17. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator, the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and is understanding no one he cannot fathom. He gives strength to the weary, increases the power of the weak. Why? Because he cares for you. And even youths, even youths will grow tired and weary, and young men will stumble and fall, but those, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Why, dear friends? Why? Why will this happen? Because He cares for you. He loves you, and he cares for you. And God shows his love, his care for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for us. I mean, that's the ultimate, ultimate expression of God's care for us is witnessed in a cross. It's heard in a a cry, Father, forgive them. It's, It's Felt in an instant, today you will be with me in paradise. Let's, let's bow our heads and come before God and cast our anxiety, on, humble ourselves by casting our anxiety on him. This is why, this is why morning, morning prayer, or getting up and just giving the day to God is so important. It's why bowing our heads before a meal and thanking him is so important. It's why, it's why prayer meetings are so important because we cannot do it on our own. God, we need you. So friends, I will just encourage you in closing to go forth this week and humble yourselves under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Do this by casting, by casting all your anxiety on him because God cares for you. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your wonder, the wonderful promises that we read in your word. Father, you are a wonderful giving father and you are a loving father and you are a caring father. And so we come before you. Um, and we, we can even think of burdens right now that we, we cast before you. All these worries that we have, Lord, we put into the hands of the ever-powerful all-loving, all-right and just God. And though, of course, we can continue to worry about them, Lord, we ask for your spirit to give us a sense of peace that you indeed are working and carrying these things and, and, and in your time we'll find, we'll find peace to give us for whatever happens. So now as we, um, as we go before and go out into this week, I ask, Lord, that you would, you would humble us, that we would humble ourselves before you, and that we would we'd begin by casting all these anxieties onto you because you care for us.
It is in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. Let's sing of that friend that we have in Jesus.